Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are uh, continuing our discussion of the supernatural, and uh, we're at the end of uh, September. Uh, so this is exciting. We talked uh, yesterday that uh, this is the week that we're, uh, that I, Linda and I are heading over to Tuscany. We, we shared a little bit mm -hmm. about uh, the work of God and how uh, uh, fun, because when you, by the way, when you think of the supernatural, um, one of the perspectives is to understand uh, God's bigger story mm -hmm. and the kingdom. And as you, as you start to join that and participate in it and be part of it, um, you can look in a sense, in a much broader way, and look, particularly as you look backward a little bit, and you can uh, over begin to understand the supernatural work of God. That you know, when Linda and I uh, just started the ministry by God just giving us a retreat on the spot, you know, way right. back way back when, um, there wasn't even a thought. Of well, I got to build a ministry. I got to, I got to, I got to, got to. It was just, mm -hmm. it was just wow. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. And and then people who were impacted by it, their friends noticed that their mm -hmm. life, their their life changed. They were experiencing right. supernatural stuff, uh, and and an amazing transformation. And uh, hey, how did that happen? Well, we attended this. We, we happened to be in, you know, in uh, Austria and Vienna with Rich and Linda and God just gave us this, this, uh, you know, uh, material that we spent time in and well, could we do that? You know? And so they would, they called us up and said, you know, Hey, could you do it again? You know? And yeah, sure. You know, and why not? So we, mm -hmm. we, we uh, formalized it and we did a retreats in Scotland uh, in a castle and we did actually, we had enough two back to back. Mm -hmm. And then the third year we did three back to back and it just, it just grew organically. But as we look back at it, um, we can, we can appreciate the amazing supernatural work of God mm -hmm. that is, is all about his bigger story and his kingdom work that we get to be part of. And his supernatural is to take our lives experience the supernatural and because we will bear witness to that supernatural it'll 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 invite others to join that and the kingdom expands because mm -hmm. because of it and then we get to we just get to see what a privilege it is to join god in his work absolutely uh, uh, without a we have to we have to we have to uh mm -hmm. it's rather uh, we have the privilege of it and we get to live that life out, which is interesting. We, and we talk about this with all of our leaders is that, um, because it's flow through, uh, blessed to be a blessing, it's receive and give it away that if we ever move to, we have to mm -hmm. and stop receiving, 
interesting enough, we lose what we have that we're, right. pri we're privileged to the be part of. The sweetness of it, yeah, right. Yeah, we, we would lose it. And then we would go to duty. And that's when, you know, that's when people get worn out and burdened and heavy hearted and tired. We're basically weary because mm -hmm. they've lost the joy of it because uh, mm. that has to be a flow through. So it's kind of interesting. That's one thing that we keep checking in on uh, with everybody is, um, are you enjoying it? Mm -hmm. Are you are you not tired and weary? Are you putting the pace at a place that, that works for you? And that's why there's no absolute, well, you have to do so many retreats a year, you have to do X a year. It's just, how does that fit in your particular sequence right. and your pace You know, to receive it? But uh, the neat thing about the supernatural is that, first of all, it does impact us by definition. It has to. Mm -hmm. um, if it's not real, we can't say, well, they experience it, but I never do. Right, well, then, right. then something's not right. You know, So it has to be me experiencing it first. But as I bear witness to that, um, I'm going to join God in a bigger story. And the joy of that, and quite frankly... Uh, when people share their supernatural stories, mm -hmm. it, th it thrills your heart uh, because you know that, well, they were able to move to that place. Why? Because they learned to abide. Right. Uh, and all we did is teach them to abide <laughs> and then they get mm -hmm. to experience, you know, the supernatural work. And, and so it's, it's, there's a couple of great indicators. Uh, one of which we're trying to show now is that, um, if you're if you're abiding in Christ, you're in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Right. Shalom, peace, not being tired, joyful, is is going to be an element of are you enjoying your walk with God? If not, right. See something's not right. We got to help you get back. And then two, is that because of the work of God, you will experience the supernatural. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll see these wonderful, fantastic things happen that only only God can do because you're in the center of the kingdom of God with him where he delivers the supernatural just right. like just like he did to demonstrate it with his disciples for three years. So, you know, let's go to any gospel mm. and re start reading through it and and tell me, uh, uh, you know, like were there months that went by that there wasn't any supernatural? No, it was happening every day. No. Uh, and by the way, John said, if we wrote down everything that happened, uh, we couldn't <laughs> even fill the, the bo books it, of the world, yeah. you know. And so, uh, and so, it's a privilege. So, as we talk about our, uh, being put in a position um, to be able to receive it, the key to receiving it, we talked last time about unity and spend the time to, to process it. This is a great story mm -hmm. of the feeding of the five thousand. So, if you go to Mark uh, chapter six, uh, read verses thirty to forty-four. Mark sure. six thirty to forty-four. Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And they said to, and he said to them, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. But the multitude saw them departing and many knew him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep, not having a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. When the day was now far spent, his disciples came to him and said, 
This is a deserted place and already the hour is late. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread for they have nothing to eat. But he answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? But he said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they said five and two fish. Then he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks in hundreds and in fifties. And when he had taken the loaves, taken the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of fragments and of the fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were about 5,000 men. Yeah, which meant there were about 12,000 people, <laughs> uh, men, and, men, women, and children. Okay, so, um, uh, you know, he's uh, going to this place. Uh, the people are so hungry to keep understanding and experience the supernatural uh, that they run ahead of him, and they're all there. And, and we know the number, 5,000 men, so probably, mm -hmm. you know, almost equivalent number of women and children. So at least, you know, 10 to 12,000 people total. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a lot of people. <laughs> right, right. Um, and by the way, um, you know, and this is, he's at a place in Galilee uh, where, uh, and I think I mentioned this before, but you can, you can physically go there now where he was. Mm -hmm. And um, the acoustics are such that he can talk normal and you can be, you know, a thousand people away That's and, so crazy. and hear him perfectly. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, when you think about, well, how did he teach that many people? Because uh, right. if we have a church with that many people, you got to have microphones. Right, uh, right. Well, didn't need it because of this unbelievable place uh so he's there and uh it's getting late mm -hmm. and his disciples come to him and say what uh we should send these guys home they're uh, hungry and they're far from home <laughs> let's yeah, but, do something about this and it's kind of funny because it's like uh we're kind of hungry <laughs> right, right. you know and okay, you know jesus has been fantastic for you teaching all this stuff but you know it's time to end this and uh, they got to go home and eat. And by the way, we, we need to eat too. Mm. Um, and isn't it time to go? Um, and they have nothing to eat. Um, and so uh, Jesus says in verse 37, they said they have literally nothing to eat and they got to go. And Jesus says, and read verse 37 again, he said to them, what? You give them something to eat. Okay. Um, <laughs> You know, Jesus is inviting us into his mm -hmm. super supernatural work. Yes. Um, and well, I've got a problem. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, well, you, you solve the problem. Um, now, again, he's teaching them something mm -hmm. about, and we talked about this before, is um, over time, he's flipping their typical approach which mm -hmm. is strictly natural. Well, and they even said, uh, well, you want us to go buy food? <laughs> uh, is that what you're saying? You know, that's how they're thinking. 
Um, mm-hmm. How do we solve, if you're telling us to, to feed them, well, the only way we can think of is we got to go buy food to get it. And that doesn't even seem practical, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so how is that going to work? But that's their response. And so what he's mm-hmm. trying to, she's trying to teach us is, I know that's your typical response. I'm trying to help you move to expect, ask for, and pursue the supernatural first, right. not not last. Right. Uh, yeah. And so he says, you know, uh, you go give him something to eat. Are you? He says, we, you know, how we, you, you do it, you do it, and I don't know, we can't do that. And he says, well, what have you got? Mm. Go and go and find out. Um, so, uh, and they do okay. So they go and come back and say, we got five loaves and two fish. Um, and so he says, okay. Um, and he commanded them, the disciples, to make everybody sit down in groups of 50 and 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get them all ready and make them sit down. Uh, and I command you to do that. You know, it's like, I'm, as, I'm not suggesting you do it. I'm telling you, you go do it. Um, and he, so he takes the five loaves and he, he breaks it. Now remember, think about the symbolism of that. Mm -hmm. Um, where else is the bread broken at Passover, at Passover, at communion, which he then does in the upper room later. And they start to tie things together is like, oh, this is about spiritual power. This is about supernatural that communion mm-hmm. Passover is a step into the supernatural. Why? Because of the power and work of what Jesus has done to give his life for us, but not to do it just to have a ticket to heaven. It's to right. fulfill supernatural things. And he, and he breaks the bread mm-hmm. and gives it. And then he says, um, uh, uh, he gave them to the disciples. Uh, and he basically says, now go give it mm-hmm. out to the people. Uh, now, at that right. point, um, remember the disciples are not understanding things, but when Jesus says, okay, now start giving this away, mm. they said, okay. Um, and everybody ate. Okay, so by definition, what happened? As they, as they had, and they, they said they collected 12 went. baskets. So they had baskets. Right. They had baskets to start with. Mm-hmm. So what happened in those baskets? But as they went, things were multiplied and the supernatural was occurring constantly right in that spot, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, and because the disciples, Jesus said, I'm just going to stay here. Boys, mm-hmm. go give it away. Mm. And it, it did take faith. Now, they didn't know what was fully going to happen. They didn't argue. The good news is they didn't argue at this point. Right. They yeah, stepped yeah. out in obedience and faith. Yeah, but no. Okay. All right. And then as they did it, while they're doing it, hmm. the supernatural occurs. That's and the, beautiful. And the multiplication happened. And they got to experience it. Not only did it happen, but they were, they were uh, you know, the, the center of it. And it, they had to give it away and have the faith to keep walking with the baskets that kept multiplying in the baskets. Mm-hmm. So the people, and by the way, at the end of it, they gathered 
12 full baskets of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was plenty, plenty, plenty. And God's supernatural work was overwhelming, uh, mm. you know, the, to give it. Uh, and so uh, what, it, what, the, what he's trying to teach us here uh, is to, um, uh, you know, be willing to learn how God wants to work the supernatural in my mm. particular life and be willing to learn it. Right. Uh, it's okay that you're wondering and you think naturally. He says, I'm going to try to shift you to start thinking supernaturally first because mm-hmm. you get to see it. Um, and then um, uh, he may ask you to take things that you've got and let me use that mm-hmm. to uh, multiply or to impact or to do something uh, which, by the way, could be, and we learned this last time, it could be just your spoken authority that I'm giving to you. So, you know, mm. what, have, what have you got? And you start to learn, you know, things that I've got, I'm going to start to let God multiply it out. Um, and, uh, you know, we have a leader that got to experience, literally got to experience this. Um, uh, Denny and Allie Weinberg, they've got, in California, have a uh, avocado orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've experienced multiple miracles there we were with them uh, actually at their place in hawaii we're actually doing a mini retreat with them and they get word that the uh frost is going to happen and destroy the avocado trees and you know they're in hawaii and nobody can do anything anyway you know so uh we 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 got the news uh so we said hey let's let's pray let's stop father uh got a problem Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got to say about this? Uh, and God says, and we hear it, and we all confirm it. Remember, we talked about this last time. What have you got to say? We talked about it. Uh, we heard mm-hmm. God say, I'm going to protect your your orchard. Do you believe it? Mm-hmm. And of course, our first response was, probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are we hearing uh, you right? <laughs> yeah. Is that, well, no. Uh, Faith comes near and hear from the word. Stay with me. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you the faith to believe it. And and over the next you know uh, day, we got more and more confirmation. More and more. You know what? We believe this. Uh, that it's going to be protected. And the frost comes. Um, it destroys all the orchards within ten miles, mm-hmm. except theirs. Wow. Not one I tr- love that. Not I one that. not one tree was lost. And mm. it, they were it was it was overwhelming, you know. It was like overwhelming. God said it, we spoke it, and they got to experience it. And it really it really happened. And people yeah. around people around them were kind of like, "What what did and you And bore witness to all of what it? What did right? you do to your orchard that saved it?" And they said, yeah. <laughs> we we pray we prayed, <laughs> mm, and they bore awesome. they bore witness to it. Okay, so that's beautiful. Um, uh, you know, uh, he's uh, you know going going uh, uh, further uh, in, in in each year, and um, uh, he comes up. Um, I think this is in the yeah I think it's in the fifth year um, that um, the workers said because of the water and there's just not much fruit out there. There's not many avocados and they're kind of puny. Mm-hmm. Should we even bother, you know, harvesting them? And, oh, interesting. Uh, and so, you know, Denny and Allie say, yeah, I mean, go ahead, you know, harvest what we got and, you know, it is what it is. And, 
um, you know, go ahead. You know, so they the workers are out in the field, um, and about an hour after they start, they run into Denny and Allie's house and say, "Mr. Denny, Mr. Denny, we need more baskets." Hmm. And like, what? Why? What do you need more baskets for? He says, "We're picking them. We put them in a basket." They're multiplying in the basket. Oh my goodness. And we, we don't have enough baskets to contain it all. And you're going to have the most bumper crop you've ever had. Dude, this is like the olive oil crop, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's not, it's not because we're picking more. It's <laughs> the ones we put in the basket are multiplying. Are multiplying. That's beautiful. And, and they were, you know, they were overwhelmed by it. Um, and so uh, they, and they they bore witness to it and they could you know denny keep kept really good records so he keeps records of how many pounds they got well they got a record record pounds wow. um and, and everybody was like man how did that happen you know and then workers got to see it and denny and Allie got to see mm -hmm. it and denny by the way is is taking pictures he's he has documentation so one of the things that he does he goes around to local churches and he gives testimony about it because because people right. know about avocados and stuff so then the next year i get a call from denny uh, and said that um, it looks like uh, we're getting an early crop and, uh, you know, what, what should we do? Um, because it's, it's, it's ripening way too early um, and we're not sure what to do with it, you know. And so uh, we, I said, well, let's pray about this. Let's, let's ask God. And so we do. And I get led to... Um, and I, and I come back to him, I said, what year are you in of your avocado trees? Mm. He said, this is the sixth year. I mm -hmm. said, I said, okay, go to Leviticus, read these scriptures and then come back and let's talk about it. So he does. And it, it says the sixth year, I'm going to give you a double crop and I want you in the seventh year to let it go fallow and right. don't don't harvest at all and take it a, take a rest and whatever you have give that away to the to the people that need the food and don't mm -hmm. even don't even harvest it at all and don't take any for yourself i said denny you're getting a double crop and ready mm -hmm. for next year um, so pick what you got you're going to get a second one before the year's over pick wow. that pick that you're getting a double portion and then next year, don't harvest at all, and then and then invite people to come and take, you know, what's what's there. And so he, he gets a double crop. Nobody else does, by the way, in the area. Right. Just just him gets a double crop. Um, he records that, and then the next year, he he lets it go uh, fallow, doesn't harvest, mm -hmm. and then he he sends out an email to all the churches around the area and said, mm -hmm. here's the story, here's what's happening. This is the seventh year. If you want avocados, come and get them. Come and get them. <laughs> and, and they did. Um, and so he fed all these, mm. all these local churches uh, for no money. I mean, just come and take it and people can take it and did That's it, you know, beautiful. so. Uh, and then, and then eight, eighth year, that the volume increased even further. So his trend continued mm. and he, he, he rested the land in the seventh year. and. Uh, and so he got to experience the feeding of the 5,000 directly. 
That's so cool. And it really happened, you know, and it was supernatural and the whole thing was supernatural and of all this happened there. Um, and he's bearing witness to that because he, God said, let me show you something. Are mm -hmm. you willing to learn something new as I show you? And all I'm asking you to do is follow what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. um, and believe what I'm up to, um, and and God does it. So that in the feeding of the five thousand, the disciples naturally were thinking, "Well, I doubt if we can, if, if we're going to be able to handle this." And God says, "Well, you take care of it." Well, how? Mm -hmm. Well, what do you got? Here's what I'm asking you to do. Now give it away, and it multiplied right. in the baskets itself, and they got to experience it because they learned another new element of God. And that's the beautiful thing about the life of the supernatural is there's no formula to it is you have to, you have mm -hmm. to, you have to, it's really just be open. Are you willing to let me show you what I would like to reveal and do for you so that you can receive it? And then you can start to change how you look at life instead of looking at it naturally, start to expect the supernatural. Um, I love that. Uh, how beautiful. Yeah, it is fun. So heavenly father, we thank you for uh, this great story uh, of the feeding of the 5,000. And we just pray that uh, we would recognize that it's uh, real, uh, really happened. It, it can happen. Things can multiply. You can make things work. You're just inviting us to be open uh, to learn new things and learn how you, how you fulfill it. And may we have that heart and then be, be willing to participate in it as you so direct. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I love hearing that story and just being reminded of the beauty of God's promise, his spoken word and the supernatural. Yeah, amen. So thanks for joining us, everyone. We look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.